Welcome to another episode of Optimism's Peak. This podcast is all about helping you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. My name is Shanique. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a Christian, and I'm an optimist. My guest today is CEO of the Tara Whitney brand. She is a wellness guru, an actress, and a good friend of mine. She's here to talk about grief, and sharing some thoughts about um, her perspective of living through it. Welcome, Tara Whitney. Now, Tara, I am so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for for joining us. Oh, of course. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So I know that... um, you know, the topic today for today's conversation is 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 grief. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you recently experienced, um, you know, some loss. So can you first tell us about just your personal experience with grief? Yeah, well, first of all, I am in gratitude for being here. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, again, my name is, is Tara Whitney Risen, and um, my company is Tara Whitney Brand LLC. So I really started that like in this kind of pursuit of, um, you know, following my own dreams as an artist, as well as like really grounding myself and wanting to heal one from autoimmune disease. Uh, as well as heal as many women and folks as I could. Uh, And, you know, along this journey, we have, (laughs) I say with my friend, life be lifing, because you just (laughs) don't know. You never know what is coming your way. And I think over this past year, I've been been calling this elevation season because it's been such an abundant season. So much growth, personally and professionally. Uh, And it just in so many ways about discovering who I am and my purpose. So, you know, my dad, he died in September and uh i it it shook me really to my core uh i don't think i you know there's one thing to have to lose someone and deal with that mourning process i had lost my grandmother just recently as well last year at the end of last year and then um my uncle and you know my my dad he was there for both of those um for for my grandmother's service um and that was the last time I saw him in person. Um, I got to hug him and, you know, you just never know how much time you have. And I think I've been really having to sit with that is we we don't know. Time is never promised. Tomorrow is never promised, you know. Uh, and I've, I've had to really deal with the ramifications of how that has affected my life, my work. Um, my home, right? My space, um, how I show up. And then, you know, two months after my dad, um, my mother-in-law also died. Um, My husband's mom who lived with us and he caregived for, and I also supported and caregive supported for. So it was compounded grief that I was experiencing that I still am experiencing. And really, I think what I realized is like, it's time. It's the time piece that we need. I didn't have, I had 10 days of bereavement, right? And then you go back, right? Cause I also am working with universities and you know, a traditional um, quote unquote work as well as my business. And I was like, wow, all I've done is plan funerals and traveled and cleaned out apartments. And now I have to go back. And I was like, I, I'm not finished yet. I'm 
I need more time. And I think that's what I kept grappling and, and bumping up against is this idea of like, I needed time away, I needed space. And the world doesn't always give us that, you know? Yeah. It's exhausting to live in the, a world that doesn't want to give you space or time, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of what I've been sitting with uh, over the last several months. And it's, it's definitely been heavy. It's been a challenging, really challenging experience to live through, but growth is also still happening in this. Um, and yeah, both of those things are coexisting together. And yeah. that has been, I've been thankful, right? I've been really, why I say I'm in gratitude is because I'm thankful that God has allowed me to see what else is involved in this experience that I'm dealing with right now. Amen. Yeah, because all things work together, right? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's why I love getting you. on the call with you because we, <laughs> as soon as you read, you remind me. <laughs> Oh, you remind me of that. And I'm like, ah, yes. Woo. It's true. Okay. It's true. Just put it into perspective, Shawnee. Just put it into perspective. Yeah. And I love what you said about elevation season, right? Growing professionally, growing personally. And, you know, grief is all about, to, to me, from my perspective, especially when you said growing personally, when you grow personally, you have to grieve something, right? Um, because there's something that's going to be left behind. There's something that you have to let go of. There's something that kind of dies, right? In order for you to kind of rise up. Um, and I, I, I'm thinking about what you said as far as like your relationship with time, right? Um, and the complexities of it, right? So how there's not enough time, but you also needed time, right? Because there was mm -hmm. no time to kind of like sit there and, you know, kind of deal with what you were dealing with yeah. on top of everything that you have to do. Cause you're right, life keeps lifing, mm -hmm. right? How do you, how do you feel about time now? Do you, are you carving out that time for like self care for self? How are you using your time now? I I think that I am like grabbing hold of it like yeah. as much as I can and I'm also demanding uh demanding that from other people in the spaces that I have to be in I'm telling folks what I'm not going to be available for I'm telling people um that I'm going away to rest I'm telling I'm taking things off of my calendar yeah. and like intentionally setting space setting time in my day where there's nothing there's literally, I look, I, I woke up yesterday. I was like, there's nothing, just nothing on the calendar. I could wake up. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I can wake up when, when I feel like it. Um, and it's interesting how much time I space that I've created for myself to be able to cry when I need, um, because that's probably actually happened even more so in these last week and a half than the last than the prior two weeks when I was still kind of at work and we weren't on a full break yet. Yeah. And I was like, well, why is that? Why is that? And why do I feel so good? Because during that time, it felt like 
I was struggling mm-hmm. and it was even more challenging when this emotional life would hit me when I have to drive to DC at 5:45 in the morning, you know, yeah. and show up and work with young people um, and and sort of have to activate myself as opposed to now where I'm like there's nothing in my day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a bath with with salt and <laughs> tea tree yeah. oil and lavender and it's okay for me to be emotional and upset in the bathroom in the bathroom taking my bath in my shower drinking tea and that was happening through the day but then it was like i could collect myself i could sit i could be and i could keep going mm-hmm. and that is what healing is that's what healing looks like yeah. and grieving is healing and when you allow yourself you give yourself the space to grieve mm-hmm. then you allow yourself the time to heal right because yeah. those, those things are are connected to one another they are the same thing and that's so much of the discovery i think i've had now is like time we don't need to earn rest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rest is our divine human right Yes, that's good. It is. And I I started a book. I think I told you that I started a book called Rest is Resistance by Trisha Hersey. um, And she states that in her book. And we often think that time and rest, it's it's a luxury and it's a privilege and it's not. It's a right. And we don't have to earn a right to care for ourselves Mm -hmm. and relax and rest when we need. It is our right to be able to rest, but the world doesn't teach us that. And so I think that's what the struggle was for me is like, I gotta show up, gotta show up. I gotta get to Mm -hmm. class, I gotta do this. But when I say, I'm actually not gonna do that. I actually can't meet you. I'm not gonna be able to make dinner. I'm not gonna come out today. I'm choosing to just be. Yeah. All of that, all of that is okay. Yeah. And you have to have intention behind it. Right. I think that was the key word. Rest has to be intentional. Self-care has to be intentional. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's powerful what you said. Um, Just the intent and setting the intent, because you're right. The world is is demanding. It's going to keep demanding um, Mm -hmm. your time, your energy. It takes a lot of emotional labor to show up at work and be okay at work so you know even taking that time taking your personal days is what I tell people to to do take your personal time you have that time there's a lot of people who feel like they have to keep going and I understand right like I I get it I've I've been a part of it I'm guilty of it for sure Um, but right. once you once you start setting that intention and setting these boundaries, I think you know you'll be able to heal yourself from whatever it is that that you know you're you're dealing with and you're going through. So thank you for that. That was no, absolutely, yeah. Excellent. I mean, we can't we can't be the afterthought. I think that's yeah. it's it takes I think some waking up because. Mm-hmm we've been conditioned for a really long time. And I think that actually puts us asleep on our own, I think, availability to our body's needs. Um, It keeps us asleep on that. And so we have to wake up. And when we have that awakening, we have that awakening in ourselves for like, we start to question like, wait, why why am I here for 60 hours a week? And I only have, 10 days vacation in an entire year. Does that yes. make any sense? It's it makes mess. no, make it make sense, Johnny. <laughs> like, no. Make it make sense. I can't, I'm not the one. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
right. that is capitalism. Yeah. And that is capitalism. We've been learning, we've been learning how to work and mm-hmm. we've been learning labor for most of our lives, you know, mm-hmm. especially marginalized folks. Yeah. So it's going to take a lot of unlearning of this hustle and grind culture mentality yeah. that we always have to be doing something. Right. You know? And prioritizing for us. I, I, I'm telling you, um, just just last year, I worked two jobs and I was driving Uber too. So mm-hmm. I was always out. I was always busy. I was always doing something. And honestly, the extra work is not all that much money. You know, like it's just mm-hmm. labor, you know, and it, it actually cost me more money than I was making. Right. Because mm-hmm. Well, it's not even costing me more money, right? It's costing me, costing me more than what I was making because my emotional health was not there, right? Um, physically, it wasn't there. I, I wasn't even eating properly. Um, you know, I wasn't taking any time for myself. So just the cost benefit analysis, just on that mm-hmm. grind, it, it it just costs too much to your own self, your own it costs weight. It's, it, it costs weight. It's costly. It's, it's costly. way too much. We're not talking yeah. about some organic produce, right? No, no, no. Those, yeah. are, those are the good kinds of investments. Yeah. But what I don't want to invest in is the labor on my body yeah. where 10 years, five years tomorrow, I'm not able to do what I need. I'm not able to do the things I want because I've had to obligate myself and I have attached myself to like a very, I think, conditioned culture of excessive labor where like we we know, we only understand where our body has gone once mm-hmm. we've hit exhaustion. And like, yeah. that, is, that shouldn't be the measure. Like, oh, now I'm exhausted. Now I know I need to stop. Yeah. And then some people don't, right? Because they're mm-hmm. like, well, I got to keep on. If I just stay up, stay up, stay up, stay up. Um, yeah. Late or, you know, keep working or keep put adding things on my to-do list. There's also this like attachment to earning like time away or earning yeah. vacation if we get all these 20 things done. Yeah. And then we keep adding more. More, yeah. So it doesn't actually make any sense um, and it's not actually healthy for us to continue to buy into that mentality that we have to do A through Z mm-hmm. every day, all week, all the time for other people. For other people, yeah. Yeah. To be able to, to live. Like, it, yeah. You know, what survival shouldn't be the end goal to liberation like we should feel liberated when we rest and we're in a dream state we're in an imaginary state where we can create and think and dream and believe like that is liberating and that's i think why you know the book has been so enlightening for me is because when we're in those states of rest then we're able to we're able to think up or discover all the things that we want to do or we love or we believe in we can spend time with those things and it doesn't when we buy into sort of this way of living for the rest of our lives it it, it won't allow that it's like in working in opposition and i am just like very committed to helping people do that especially when they're grieving Yeah. Can you tell me just about some of the ways that you've been, you know, getting through this, this grief process? 
um, what resources, you know, you've been utilizing so far? So many things. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> um, I, I have a new doctor, which is amazing. Nice. And she's an integrative uh, specialist. So she's a licensed medical doctor, um, but she specializes in holistic medicine as well. Okay. And um, I started visiting there. And so I'm doing things like um, preventative care medicine. Um, I'm doing things like womb health support mm-hmm. uh, because our our bodies can really be under like dire, like just dress Um, and if we're if we have to pay attention to those things because it can create more barriers in our healing process so Mm -hmm. I really began to invest um, in going to see a new doctor I've been kind of taking care of myself for a long time especially um, since I have an autoimmune disease I didn't although I actually did have a good doctor you know, he was trained in something very specific, which was very conventional Western medicine and drugs. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want those to, I didn't want those in my body anymore. Um, So I have been going to an integrative specialist. So I've been doing things like vaginal steaming, um, which has been wonderful. Um, I just did- um, I could try that out. It's it's amazing. I had never done it before. And it's, I was like, Oh, I see. I see. Um, so really sitting with a lot of the, what I say to our traditional medicine, because people think when we say traditional medicine, we're talking about Western medicine, but like yeah. herbs and practices of um, natural healing and yeah. using what the earth is giving us. Yeah. What the earth is giving us. That yeah. is actually traditional medicine. So yeah. I did um, what we call a raindrop therapy. Um, Ooh, what's that? Just focused on like essential oils uh, being integrated into the spine. Um, um, because the spine, we hold a lot of toxins in the spine. Okay. Um, and it helps to kind of re- like release what's lodged in there. And I like, I did one session and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I felt completely different. And that was only one session. So I'm going to continue to go. Um, I do use a lot. I do use a lot of essential oils. I do move my body a ton. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a lot. I audiobook a lot. And sometimes mm-hmm. I sit, meditate quite a bit. I bake. I like to cook and just spend time doing that. Yeah. Um, movie watcher, like all of the things where it just allows me to be and experience joy like we actually have to intentionally call it in yeah and all of those things allow me to really to really call it in so um, my husband and I are taking a little staycation for Christmas and we're going to DC we're going to stay at a hotel something else to kind of cater to us for a little bit yes um we're gonna get a couple's massage this weekend so lots of like body work and um I'm starting to journal again. So, so many of those things, like all of these are resources that allow you to be. Whatever, whatever allows you to be, whatever allows you to clear your mind. Yeah. um, Those are the things that we want to like grab a hold onto and and, and make space for, because it's going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's lots of different things that kind of fall into my, my bucket of things. And I've been able to explore all of them. I'm going to do some traditional Chinese medicine, um, Chinese herbal therapy with my doctor starting next month. Um, And that'll be really amazing to start to use more, be able to use more herbs um, in my system. And I'm like, all of that is like, 
that's I'm kind of a nerd. I'm kind of like a <laughs> curve supplementer. So yeah, I mean I'm you're like, definitely a wellness guru. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll stay up late at night, like reading my essential oils book, and like <laughs> it's just so great. Thinking of like, oh, my friend was talking about that. Yeah, let me look up this essential oil. How do how am I utilizing it? Like, I'm, it's just amazing. I'm so write that down because I really should look into some essential oils. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. I was going ahead. I was like, because I work with um, a brand called DoTerra. Yeah, and they, it's just it's just wonderful. So I really, if I get my essential oils from there, um, I partner with a few brands, but. Uh, they, those have been like the trusted essential oils for like a really long time. So I use those. They have amazing ones. My husband is experiencing some like uh, skin things um, kind of going on. So um, I've been really looking into like shifting how his nutrition should be and how that might differ from mine, what I need in this moment right now and how it overlaps. So um, but all of those things bring me joy when I have time to like yeah. sit and really do them. You're like, actually, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. I really love this. And thinking about auditioning and I have an audition tomorrow uh, and I'm like, oh, wow, I have space and time. Yay. I love this thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is my life work. I love it. Yeah. So all of those things have been inhabiting my space um, over mm-hmm. the last week now. And I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to yeah. keep intentionally doing that. So from what I hear, right, let's, let's mm-hmm. put on my little social worker ears, right? Right. Like, see if I really earn these A's. So <laughs> I was so, if you guys are listening, I was just talking about how I literally got, I just got straight A's for the semester and I'm just like very shocked about it but like because it's been it's been a ride so (laughs) back to Tara so (laughs) basically what I what I'm hearing right what I'm taking from what I'm getting from all of what you said um is that you know just going through grief you have to really take care of yourself physically Mm -hmm. emotionally spiritually psychologically um you know and even if you have to go to like a group therapy session or even therapy, I think is Uh, something, um, another good resource as well for people, you know, going through grief because these are trained people, people who are trained to kind of assess your thoughts, assess your, your feelings and put and help you put these feelings into perspective, um, in your own words. Right. So I think that's also a part of the healing journey, but I just think like when people hear of healing, um, they think, very um, one-dimensional and it it takes so many different things right because if you're not good in your body right how could your mind be at ease you know Mm -hmm. like everything is connected to each other right all interconnected your spirit your body like physical emotional spiritual it's connected so let's take care of all three dynamics and yeah it's it's just so important um And we've been hearing a lot recently too with, uh, I've been hearing a lot of like um, suicide deaths recently in the news. And I don't know if you heard about um, the former DJ on on the Ellen show. Yes, Twitch, yeah. Twitch, and it just makes me think because I I got really to a dark place too in, in my grief. I think, you know, it was in between 
the passing of Greg's mom and, and after my dad had passed because we got back and it was like immediately this back to work mentality and I was hearing yeah. laughter and people were just carrying on business as usual and I was like nothing is as usual for me nothing is yeah. and it just it got in, in extremely difficult to like pull myself out of bed to get in the car to go to go there you know drive an hour plus or whatever to go there um and our our physical health is absolutely connected our we have um we're what we call the vagus nerve that's connected from our gut into our brain so if you can imagine different things that we put into our system, um, the kinds of toxic overload, pesticides, hormonal things that create hormonal imbalances, you know, we're getting messengers sent to our body all the time to function, to say like, hey, you need more of this. Hey, you need less of that. And it's to help our organs function properly. But if we're not getting the right, if we are in environments that are toxic, Yes. Where, uh, we're putting foods in our in our system that are not serving us and this is constant, constant, constant. Years yeah. and years and years of buildup of that, of being exposed to kind of toxic environments and toxic food. Yeah. Which some people are, right, without a choice. Then it's true. what is happening to our system, especially if somebody is dealing with something like anxiety and depression, which I was absolutely experiencing that. And I'm, I'm thankful I've been working with a grief counselor over the last yeah. couple of months. I meant to mention that as well. And she's been so wonderful, so wonderful to have a grief counselor um, that is really putting things into perspective for you. Because otherwise I, I really, Shani, I kind of felt like I was like losing my mind. I didn't know what was happening to me, what was going on. I was like, yes, I know I'm sad. Yes, I know I'm grieving, but like, is this normal? Is this part of it? Because why am I experiencing this? Why do I have thoughts like that? Why do I don't want to do anything? Why am I so unmotivated? And it yeah. was extremely challenging for me to deal with that and also know that it's part of the process. Yes. It's okay yeah. to feel unmotivated. It's right. okay to not want to show up. It's okay to not want to go out to eat with friends or be in large groups. Like mm-hmm. all that was okay. And I didn't want any of those things, but I was confused and I was getting mad at myself about why I felt that. And yeah. so working with the grief counselor, who's wonderful, uh, Dr. Hyman, she, she just allowed me to really, um, kind of assess my thoughts out loud with her and also put things into a deeper perspective about the stages and like where where I am um, with it and it was like it was so necessary for me to be able to with someone and cry because I was just on the phone and I'd be speaking you know it'd be like 25 minutes past and she's like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Really, really appreciative of that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, especially the the suicide part. Um, I think a lot of people, and you know, I don't know Twitch's situation. I don't know the situation there. I can only talk from my perspective, and I know um, that when you don't address things 
you know when you kind of like sweep them under the rug so this is this is my this is a Shawnee thing right she sweeps things under the rug she doesn't address well she used to before therapy but she used to not like you know address things she'll sweep it under the rug forgive and forget but it's somewhere in there right so you haven't really forgotten because it's somewhere in there and it manifests itself in this dark way you know and for I know for me when I was suicidal it came suddenly it wasn't like a progressive depression I was on vacation okay I was literally like people kept asking me throughout the day um the day before oh why are you alone why are you alone I was traveling alone um and you know like oh you didn't want to bring anyone with you and it just made me feel like wow yeah like nobody even cares enough to like go and celebrate me on my birthday and like be on vacation Mm -hmm. with me and I had a really good day the day before and my thoughts were you know what if I jump off the roof today at least I had a really good day and this will I I can just die it was something that literally sprung up on me and it stayed with me the whole day and the only reason why it did not happen is because the roof was not large enough you know Mm -hmm. and um it's definitely a testimony, right? Because um, something told me, some there was a group waiting for me, right? Because I had a tour that day um, and I was in Mexico. I had a tour that day and um, I was like, oh, look at the time. Oh, okay, I'll just do it later, right? Let me just go on this tour and, you know, and they waited for me. I was actually late. Apparently they never wait for you. They waited for me and I went and it just was looming through my mind the whole day. Like, okay, after this, I'm going to do this. After this, I'm going to do this. And mm. these people surprised me for my birthday. Like, they don't even know me. Took me to some some extra location off the beating path. Um, wished me a happy birthday. It was just like a big thing. It was very special. I felt so loved. And then at that moment, I'm like, well, if strangers are willing to do this for me, right? I'm not that bad of a person, right? Mm. I'm not that, you know, I guess my life really does matter. And that is the reason why I didn't go through with it. So I think it's important to say, um, wow, that was heavy, but it's important to say that if you- I was just going to say, like, if you wanted to like, take a breath like yeah, just no. breath. yeah it's, it's okay yeah I think so when I went home I realized I needed therapy right because mm-hmm. what was it you know that kind of made me go to that extreme you yeah. know there are things that I'm not addressing in my own life that I am that I, I need help with mm-hmm. um and and in therapy, honestly, we did not talk. We talk about the suicide because that's why I wanted to go, right? Um, we talked about it for 10, not even 10 minutes. And my therapist was like, oh, okay, that's a testimony. What else is going on in your life? You know, and uh, you know, and mm-hmm. we just started talking about things that were going on. And I'm telling you, it helped me. So not dwelling on, you know, a certain situation, but kind of like addressing what's been going on in your life, what has been going on and how have you been 
how have you been addressing these issues that happen, right? Are you ignoring them? Because that was my problem. I'm ignoring the issues, right? Or I'm mm. saying, you know what, whatever. It is what it is. And moving on about my life and then going to work and just, just living out life. But look how it manifested itself. Look how it came up. So whoever is listening, I want you to know <laughs> that you it is important right it is life-changing it's imperative to your your it is imperative to your life that you address things as they happen right if you feel like this isn't right get help if you feel like you know what this isn't working for me and you don't have the strength to move up and move on get help please because it manifests itself if you don't take care of yourself it's going to manifest itself in an ugly way and it was by the grace of god that i i I made it yeah you know yes oh wow we talk about that because prayers yeah prayer and Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. You know, we're still learning new things about each other. And um, we both, we both operate in service. Yeah. You know, that's all work. It's in service of other people. And we. But the podcast is about service. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly. We have a deep love for friendships. Yeah. And and just community and all that. And of course, resources. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about. I think about that because I, I definitely had those uh, thoughts um, and, you know, working with my grief counselor definitely identified where the onset I had, it was called onset and situational depression and um, spurring from the, from the loss of my dad and then compounded from toxic, toxic work environments. And of course, she's feeling very smothered um, as as an artist having to kind of show up in these places that I didn't want to go to. It was just like, it was layer upon layer upon layer. Like, am I never going to do what I want? And why are people just talking about meetings as like, I just buried my dad. And like, why do I have this? Why do I feel like I don't want to ever do anything again? You know, it was all these things that were just compounding. And then I lost my mother-in-law, right? And then we had to figure out what our home is like again. Like what, what's next? We don't know. And we're still in that process of figuring it out. Yeah. Um, so I know it's it's definitely continuing to to take its time. But I think what I have realized is allowed myself, um, one, again, the space and the time um, and the acceptance to leave myself alone mm-hmm. of like what I'm feeling and experiencing. And, and it's because it's new and it's different yeah. uh, and I haven't felt it before which why I, I probably was spending so much time rejecting the thoughts and feelings I had than really understanding where they're coming from, sitting with them and being okay with them so that I could move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that was um, a huge part for me. And that is what healing is. It's addressing the uncomfortable, you know, it's yeah. getting uncomfortable with our thoughts and what our daily lifestyle is and what may be contributing to what we're experiencing on a day-to-day basis is getting yeah. really real about that and, and yeah. saying what needs to happen. Like, how can I care myself radically? How yeah. can I really care for myself in a radical way? Yeah. 
And a lot of these, a lot of these things we were kind of taught growing up, right? Like the suppression part, right? Or <laughs> you can't like don't let nobody, you know, know how you feel, or you know, like yeah, it's in our so, language. Yeah, don't get mad. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Why? Don't be sad. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying don't cry? So you know they just like it's you know it's okay. And I'm like, well, it's actually not okay. Not okay. Yeah. Right. It may eventually. We don't know when that will be, but it's not okay. So when we say it's it's so inherently in our language. One, we want to tend to people. We want to we want to fix things. Yeah. Things to happen quickly too. So we're like, it's okay. Okay. It's it'll get better. Or don't cry. Or stop. No worries. Like, well, I am worried. Right. I am crying yeah. and I can't stop. <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah, right. Who's to say? I need God, to feel the feels. Pull me to the next phase of things. But right now I'm not in that place. And so right. we have to honor where people are and allow their process to occur, you know? Amen. I didn't think the conversation would go here. This is, this is <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's so helpful to um to know. I think it's helpful again, and I know you guys heard me say this on this podcast many a times, but I just don't want people to feel like they're alone in their thoughts. I don't want people to feel ashamed, yo. Like we are so used to feeling such shame for how we feel, right, and for how we think, um, which is why we suppress it. And honestly, there's no shame. There's no shame. What is this? Um, no condemnation, right? So it's like, it's okay. It's okay. Feel the feels. Feel the feels. That's what she and, says. That's what my grief counselor. She says, feel the feels. Yeah. Yep. Feel the feels. Take care of yourself too. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Radically, radically invite healing and love because we're deserving of it. Yes. So deserving of it. Uh, it does not need to be earned. And like that, I think that's the biggest thing I have. I continue to share with the women I, I, I hope and continue to work with is that they don't have to earn anything less involved in their self-love and self-actualization they just yeah. don't you don't have to earn that it is your right yeah oh we have to breathe through that because it's not something that we we readily you know believe right mm-hmm. we have to like we have to read we have to relearn that yeah and some of us have to actually learn that right like we have to learn that um okay i think that's this is a good place to kind of end it um thank you so much for coming can you tell the listeners where to find you how to reach you do you want to be reached because a lot of people are just coming on here because you know they my friend and you know they right. want to be reached but like <laughs> No, please reach me. Um, I am on a healing hiatus right now. I have, I have put this our wonderful, amazing talk one because it's self care for me to be able to be in community with you, uh, with your work, um, and share my work as well. But um, my website has launched. So tarawhitneybrand.com. Tara T A R A Whitney and Ryzen spelled R I S O N. Uh, 
And that is my website. My my email is on there. They can book appointments through there. I can book a consultation through there. If you're just looking like to um, to talk with me about how you begin to make changes in your lifestyle. Um, that's actively going to be the focus and, and working with women uh, with my creating health package in the in the new year. Nice. So you can find me there and you can find me on IG at T Whitney Rise. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you again, Tara. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all are a little bit more optimistic after hearing this. Make sure you are following me on Instagram under Nike or should be underscore Nike dot Marie underscore. Okay. Thanks for listening to Optimism Speak. I hope you guys have a good week.